podcast and I want to talk about listen before you speak there have been many situations where a person can talk but they're not listening and the reasons why we find this difficult to do to listen because everybody has something to say but we need to learn how to sit down and listen before we speak because when we speak before we listen we're not hearing what the other person is saying and we're not comprehending what is being said to be able to respond respectively now i have been in battles where the person will not let you speak They'll talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and you listen and listen and listen. And then when you try to respond, they continue to talk. It's like they come and ask you a question. Like, okay, what color do you want the flowers to be this year? Do you want red roses or do you want white roses? And before you can answer the question, I was thinking about pink roses myself. And I was also thinking about having some yellow roses. But, you know, I know you're finicky. You either want red roses or white roses. But I think I would rather have yellow roses and pink roses because I'm tired of seeing red roses and white roses. And they keep talking. They, you still haven't answered the question because they keep talking. And then they get mad at you because you never answered. But they're not realizing they're still talking. And when you get ready to answer the question, they're still talking. And when you point that out to them, the reasons why you don't respond to the question is because you're talking. You're not allowing me the opportunity to speak. They get mad at you. Well, I gave you the opportunity to talk, but you didn't say anything. No, because you're still talking. Then they get get an attitude and say, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and just be quiet. And I'm going to just let you have the floor. Well, by this time, they've already made the decision what they're going to do. And you, in return, and what my response will be, do whatever you want to do. You put out whatever color you want. I don't care. Ask you a question and you've already answered it by saying you would rather have pink and yellow flowers instead of the red and white so you plant whatever you want to plant I don't care at this point but what they end up doing because they know they didn't give you an opportunity to answer they know they put out what they prefer to want they end up putting out red and white roses because they already know that they never gave you the opportunity to speak because they talk too much. And this is the breakdown of communication. This is where breakdown of communication comes in because everybody want to talk, but no one wants to listen. 
And I remember my auntie used to always say, and this was my 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 dad and my uncle and my aunt, you know, uh, where they all were set together. My auntie always would say, you know, that's why God gave you one tongue and two ears. You need to listen twice as much than you talk. And I never understood that when I was a kid, but I understand it now because I have run into those oppositions myself where every time a question is asked and I'm about to answer it, they keep talking. And then when I point that out to them, the reasons why I don't say anything is because you won't be quiet, then they get offended. And it is important that if you don't listen to what the person is trying to say, then you find yourself in an argument because no one is paying attention. Now, the person would accuse me, you didn't hear anything that I said. And when I repeated back to them verbatim what they said to me, then they tell me that's not what I said. And I'm like, really? You, you really are going to stand there and say that you did not say that and I repeat it back to you verbatim what you said and you're going to lie to me and say that you didn't say that and then they go into this process of denial because they know that that's what they said they know that that is what was repeated but they don't want to accept the fact that you are a better listener than they are. And I began to shut down and not talk at all. I only talk to God because God is the only one that listens to me. And then when God listens to me, I have to be equally as responsible and listen to what he said. It's not a one-sided situation here. It's the communication is not one-sided. God can listen to me, but I have to listen to what he says as well. And if he tells me, I want you to go back and I want you to say this to this person. And I said, God, you already know they're not going to listen. He said, Kim, go back and tell them what I said. So I will go back and I will repeat what God told me to tell them, they immediately ceased. They didn't say anything. They sat there with this gloomy look on their face, like I didn't hurt their feelings. But it wasn't me speaking to them. It was God speaking to them. And he was speaking to that hard heart and that stubborn spirit. And then once I said what I said, I walked out. I went into the kitchen or wherever I had gone, and they followed me in there. So, what is your decision about the flowers? And I told them, hey, whatever you want to plant, I'm not going to argue about it. Whatever you decide to put in the ground, I'll be fine with it. I'm not going to argue with you. Because that takes me back to the scripture that says, agree, agree with your adversaries quickly. And then there's another scripture where it says, let your answers be yea or nay, no, nothing more. And I cut him short. And when I cut him short, he didn't, he didn't appreciate that. 
because that let him know that you were wrong. And again, the flowers went out and they were red and they were white instead of the yellow and pink like they decided. All in all, what I'm trying to say is this. If ever you're finding yourself where, let's just say a child comes to you and say, Mom, Dad, can we talk? Don't say anything except, yes, come here, sit down what's on your mind don't automatically assume what the conversation is going to be about listen if your husband or your wife your mate you know come to you and say hey can we sit down and talk and they say to you and you say sure let's sit down you want some water or something? And you say, no, no, no. I just want to talk. What's on your mind? Listen. Even if it's something that's going to make you mad. Even if it's something that's going to rub you the wrong way. Listen. Because you need to get the full understanding of why they're coming to you saying what they're going to say. Don't get mad, just digest it. And when they give you the opportunity to say something, don't argue, don't get an attitude. Don't all of a sudden be on the defense. Listen to what they say, repeat back to them what they said, just kind of summarize it and then give them your thoughts. God wants us to learn how to listen. You know, there is a scripture also that says, slow to anger, quick in power. Meaning that you can get yourself under control. If it's something that you don't want to hear, listen to me. If it's something that you, it just makes you so angry that they come to you. Like I remember when I was younger, and my mother loved Christmas. Christmas was just her favorite time of the year. And she was talking about going buying gifts. And she was talking about doing this. And, and I wanted to talk to her. I wanted to talk to her. And she was just so spastic. And so just into Christmas to the point that I was needing to talk with her. And that I... I literally, and so she, you know, I literally started crying because she wasn't listening to me. And you know, and I told her I had a problem. I wanted to talk to her. And she finally sat me down and I told her what was going on. And then when I told her what was going on, she felt bad because I had been carrying this around for weeks. And she just didn't want to sit down and, and listen to me. You know, I always, it was always difficult for me to really go to anybody and say I have a problem. Because nobody listened to me. And I felt abandoned a lot of times. That it was me and God even back then. 
I would talk to God. I would sit on the side of the bed and I would cry and I would talk to God. I've been talking to God for a long time. But every time I wanted to go and talk to my mom, it was like, you know, she, she was busy. She was working overtime. She was doing this. She was doing that. She was tired. She was asleep. And I never really had an opportunity that one day, I think it was a couple of days before Christmas, I finally got her attention. And she said, I am so sorry, Kim. I just did not know. And it wasn't like anything that was horribly wrong. It was just I was hurting. And I was thinking about something or something that came up or something that happened in school or whatever the case may be. But at any event, I needed to talk. And this is why it's so important that God touched me this morning when he was saying to me, you know, talk about listening. Listen before you speak. Don't just jump the gun. Listen to the whole conversation. And then let that person pour out their heart to you. Once you get there, decipher it. Kind of take it in, summarize it to them so you'll have a full understanding of what they try to talk to you about. And then talk about it. Open that line of communication. I don't know if this has stopped something from happening. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I keep hearing in my spirit suicide. I don't know if someone is contemplating suicide had thought about it or at that at that phase in their life that they're thinking about doing it but when people need to talk to you listen because there are they're screaming for help without screaming they're needing assistance and they don't know how to talk about it don't be so busy in your life that you can't sit down and listen. Stop talking. Listen. Don't jump the gun and think that you already know what that person is going to talk about. Listen. Because there is a well of, of troubles in their spirit. And they're full. And they need to let it out. Be an open book to them that they can write in. Listen to their heart. Listen to their spirits. Because they're begging, they're screaming for help and you're not listening. Don't just take for granted they'll get over it. Because them getting over it could be them taking their very life. Then they leave you with a whole bunch of questions and no answers. And it's because you never took the time to listen. I always bother my kids. What's on your mind? Nothing. Yeah. What's going on? Nothing. And I know that it's something that's bothering them. But they don't talk about it because they feel like nobody has the time to listen. And I said, I know it's something wrong. And I'm not going to stop bothering you until you tell me. So you might as well get over. And so they start talking. 
and they just start coming out. And this and, and the floodgates just open. And I said, Do you feel better now? And they said, Yeah. I said, Now, let's see what we can do to solve this problem. My son, my baby boy, has that issue a lot. And I have to open up that door for him. And then when I open up that door for him, for him to talk, then I give him options. I give him choices that he need to make. And then I ask him, how do you feel about that? I don't tell him what to do. I let him know you're at an age now that you can make your own decisions. But if you have problems making those decisions, let's sit back and talk about it. Let's figure it out together. You don't have to do this by yourself. And if you feel like that I can't handle it, God is always available. And he'll give you the right directions to go. He'll let you know. Always open that door for anybody to walk in and talk to you. Because it is so important for us to listen. Not be judgmental. Not give them bad advice. Just listen. I don't know why that is important. But it's important right now. For somebody, this is reaching somebody. And you need to know that there is somebody that will listen 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. His name is God. Just pour your heart out. And allow God to send those right people in your path that can help you. He'll help you. But you just got to open your mouth. And some of us that are seeing these individuals that are troubled, don't be so quick to judge. Set them aside and say, hey, what's going on? There is a wide receiver out there. And I'm not going to call their name. But I want to set him down and talk with him. He's troubled. There's a lot going on with him. And I don't want him to ruin his young life. Because he is so troubled. I'm not going to put him on a spot. I'm not going to call out his name. I'm not even going to say the the team or teams that he's played for but he's troubled and everyone wants to look at him as a problem child he's not a problem child he just have problems that he needs to talk about and I would love to be able to reach out with him I would love to be able to reach out to him and say you know what I want you to put your fame aside I want you to put your name aside. And I want you to look at me as this person, as a human being. And I want you to talk to me. Tell me what's going on. Because you're troubled. You're troubled. I don't want to know your business. I don't know. I don't want to know who you're sleeping with or who you going out with. I don't care about none of that. I want to talk about you. What's going on with you? Because... 
the things that he's he's doing, he's bringing about a lot of negativity to him. And it troubles me because he's in trouble. And he doesn't see it, but I see it. And possibly his, his family does too. But sometimes that neutral person, someone that doesn't have any connection to him, they are more susceptible in accepting them than they are those that are close to them. Because that neutral person don't have anything to gain. I don't want to gain anything from him. I don't want to gain anything from him. But I see he's in trouble. And I don't want him to go down that wrong path. I want to catch him while he's yet falling. I don't want him to hit that ground. While he's slipping, I want to catch him now. But I don't know how to get in contact with him. I don't know how to reach out to him. But I do know he's in trouble. And I want to help him. It's nothing to gain from me. Nothing. I see a person that is in trouble. That's all I see. He just happens to be a football player who played the part uh played the position as a wide receiver. Fantastic player. But he's having a lot of troubles right now. And I want to reach out to him and say, let me help you. I can I, I may not be able to fix it, but let's try to fix this together. Let, let me help you. And let's see what we can come up with together. That maybe we can get some things turned around in your life and get you back on the right path. I'm not trying to lead him to God. I'm not trying to lead him to Christ. I'm trying to show him that somebody do care. I'm far away. I am a nobody compared to him. But let this nobody try to be somebody that say, hey, I see you in trouble. Let me help you. But all in all, let's stop talking so much and let us listen. Because there can be some vital things in what they're talking about that maybe there is troubling and they need help. Let us help them and stop crucifying them and stop judging them and criticizing But let me help you. Let us help you. This is Kim with Standing on Solid Ground. You have yourself a wonderful and blessed day.